If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go on anchor.fm and get started. Hey y'all, my name is Mel and this project is meaningful to me because it's a platform we created for women to freely express themselves and be the loud and proud confident women that they're entitled to be. Hey, I'm Vicky and just like Mel, I've been in and witnessed too many situations where I felt prejudged and misunderstood or even worse was provoked and later on was labeled as crazy for loving myself enough to stand up for me. Honestly, if I had a dollar for each time I've been called crazy or too much, simply for standing up for myself or asking questions when things didn't add up, I'd be on an island I bought with that money right now. And I almost started to believe it, that it was me. But then I realized over time that my voice was my power. And through my story and through this podcast, I hope to inspire women from all walks of life to find their courage and speak up. I'm beyond over being told to take it, and I wanted to be the voice for the ladies who aren't quite ready to roar just yet. Women aren't to be placed in a box. We come from different backgrounds and have different journeys, and that's pretty much how we become ourselves and find our purpose. So a man has no place telling us how to be, neither does society. I really hope women listen to this podcast and feel heard and realize there's nothing wrong with a little crazy as long as it means you're freely expressing yourself this podcast will touch on all things woman let's get crazy speaking of crazy this episode is very uh, dear to our hearts. We hope that uh, it reaches many of you out there because it's definitely something that Vicky and I have talked about many times uh, amongst ourselves. So I'll let you take the torch, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, this week's episode is going to be uh, what is consensual versus rapey behavior versus safety pussy so before we even get into it i'm just going to explain what safety pussy is so safety pussy is a term that mel and i came up with basically for those awkward situations where you go hang out with a guy sometimes it's a guy that you just met sometimes it's a guy that you've known it could be someone you've known forever and all of a sudden, just because you guys are in the same space alone, this person takes advantage of that and assumes that your body is there for them and makes a move. And sometimes you kind of get the vibe that if you say no or when you do say no, the person gets aggressive enough and gives you the idea that this may need to happen so that you can get home safely that night. In that mm-hmm, case, mm-hmm. you're committed a sex act or sometimes you'll sleep with the person. Even going on dates sometimes with guys. Sometimes women get themselves in those predicaments unknowingly and they end up mm-hmm. having to fulfill what that guy wants to be able to make mm-hmm. it home safely because we're not sure like, okay, you're acting aggressive, you're being weird, I've said no, I've hinted that I'm not interested and you're still coming on to me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, unfortunately, 
the only thing to do is to play the game and give it up to get home safe. I know plenty of girls who have been in this situation. I myself have been in this situation. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty much what safety pussy is. Safety pussy is when you have to take that split second to decide whether or not you, you are just going to give it up to make it home. Okay. Because you don't know what this man's reaction is about to be. Yeah. And then you don't know where you're at. Right. right. And then the next day you wake up and you're kind of like, damn, I did something that I wasn't ready to do with that person or I didn't necessarily want to do with that person. It's a sucky feeling, but it's something that women really do go through because men take advantage of us putting ourselves in situations to be around them. But that's a whole thing that we'll get into throughout the, the episode. That's just a quick rundown on what safety pussy is. Safety pussy is basically the pussy you give away to make it home okay. Basically. Um, so I know that many women that I've had conversations with, or just in general, just myself, just like Vicky just said, it happened to her as well. It is something that occurs every single day. Um, you meet a guy at school, you meet a it doesn't, people have this idea that <clears throat> rape is only, um, okay, you know, I was at the club, I got drunk and some guy, you know, found me in an alley and molested me raped me whatever the case may be and uh or i was kidnapped or you know those are very serious situations and they are um to be how can i say they are illegal they are to be taken seriously a hundred percent but what it is is that women hold a lot of guilt and what we're trying to do is diminish and extinguish that guilt that women get when they feel like oh well my situation was i did go to his house and I did you know what I mean and I did kind of like him at first you know but maybe I didn't want to sleep with him and oh I shouldn't have gone to his house and I shouldn't have done that so now I have to do this so that I can make it home safe no you do not uh you know what I mean like you do you do not you don't any man with any type of respect for you or himself sorry what what'd you say you said you can literally give consent and take it back Exactly. You're right. 100%. You can give consent and take it back. You can, you can get all the way naked in the bed with his finger in your pussy hole, excuse my language, and be like, (laughs) (laughs) and be like, dude, this is not working out. I have to go. And he has to be okay. You can literally hit him with the men I wanted and he has to stop. Like the thing for me is there are so many men who are raping on a daily basis, but don't know it. And when I say that, like, I'm, I don't want to use the term loosely because I really don't want it to sound like we're making fun of it because we're not. But I just think it's ridiculous that we're like, people are so undereducated about what sexual assault really is that men are walking around sexually assaulting women on a daily basis. And they're just like, what? If I see an attractive lady, I should let her know she's attractive. There's a difference between walking up to a lady and telling her, hey, you know, I don't mean no harm. I just want to let you know that you look good today. And leaving her the F alone. And then the opposite side of that, which is to follow a person five blocks after mm-hmm. they've told you she's not interested. That's creepy. It's rapey. And it's sexual assault. Anything, anything that you continue to do to a person after they have made it very clear that they're not interested is a form of sexual assault. So mm-hmm. the fact that men are not aware of that or only became aware of that like last year is really, really scary to me. That, that's a serious, serious problem. 
Another thing that we need to address, which kind of falls in the line of safety pussy as well, but it's a big deal, spousal rape. Spousal mm-hmm. rape is not okay. Just because this person is your girlfriend, is your wife, came to your house last Tuesday and let you blow her back out and rip her lace front off, doesn't mean that she's in for it today. And if today she said no, and you take it from her anyways, today you have raped. I just don't understand what people don't understand about that. Spousal Mm -hmm. rape is rape. That's why there's a term for it, spousal rape. You cannot rape your spouse because you feel like you own them. Yeah. Nobody owns anybody. Nobody, you know, the thing about it is like our first two episodes were about male entitlement. And unfortunately, uh, we're at episode three and we still have to talk about male entitlement because uh, that kind of plays into that. It kind of plays into into male uh, men being entitled to. And the sad part is I kind of feel like they were raised like that. Like, I feel like for, for generations and generations, it's like you find a nice lady and you make her your lady and you give her babies and you, you keep her home and, yeah. you know, and she has to be good and she has to be this and she has to be that. Um, so not knowing that they're raising rapists like you you know what i mean like men who just think that because they're the men and she's the woman she has to be submissive and if he wants to get what he wants to get then he can get it and there should not be a no if there's a no then you take it either way because that's what her hole is for you know and and honestly at this (laughs) at this point i am so sick and tired of that shit just from being in that situation just from hearing so many other women being in that situation where you're just like you just have that moment it's like a moment of like he has asked you so many times after you didn't said no no i can't i have to go my leg just fall fell off my arm just fell off i can't my pussy's shut down hit them with i'm on my period they don't they're still oh you could just take a shower real quick no what happened to you that this is you're willing to risk it all for like i just don't get it and then it's just like unfortunately a lot of women are in those predicaments and you have to go home feeling like a dirty piece of trash and blaming yourself because someone roughed you up and you decided you know what instead of getting roughed up and probably killed let me just give up my body to this person who i'm not ready to give my body to and the thing about that is that a lot of men end up obviously you're going to end up blocked after that situation because i now feel violated and they're confused like oh we had a great mm-hmm. night this was great and then she blocked me she blocked you because you raped her <laughs> you, she yeah. blocked you because you coerced her into sex coercion do we have to look it up? Because I will look it up right now. If you coerce a person into having sex with you after they said no, it's a form of rape. It's a form of sexual assault. If it the is. person is not, I saw an analogy today online on YouTube and it was so funny because it was like stick figure people. <laughs> and basically the analogy was, if a person wants a cup of tea, you have to ask them. If you're making a cup of tea and you want to offer this person a cup of tea you say hey would you like a cup of tea if they say no usually your response is to mind your business and not make them a cup of tea if they say yes then you make them the cup of tea it's the same true if they're passed out on your couch or in the back of your car do you pour hot tea down their throat no because chances are someone who's passed out doesn't want hot tea poured down their throat the same way someone who's passed out or too drunk to consent 
doesn't want your dick inside of them. I can get, yo, I have been drunk several times, sometimes by accident, (laughs) that a little too much more than I was doing. And I can guarantee you that not one of those times that I was drunk to the point where I felt like all I wanted was my bed. I was not thinking about any man other than the Lord, our savior. I wanted help from Jesus to feel better. That's it. I didn't want any man in my vicinity. I wanted my bed. So for me, it's like all these things that, that, that men do that they think is okay. I don't understand why we have to tell you it's not okay, but it's not, it's not okay to, 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 to have sex with my limp drunk body. It's not okay to put something in my drink to drug me into that situation. It's not okay to sleep with me against my will just because I happen to be your girlfriend or your wife. It's not okay to, to beg me 15 billion times after the person has said no and for and sub, like beat me into submission with your dick just so that we can... Yeah, no. Like put it in my face, face. like, come on, just yeah. touch it. Just touch it. Or like dry hump me. Please stop the dry humping. Stop no. it. Stop no. the dry humping. We don't, it doesn't make us want you any more than we did not in the first place. Another thing, I was watching the show. Uh, I know a lot of, um, a lot of people are familiar with this show. Um, I May Destroy You. We were talking now, about this. <laughs> girl, let me tell you something. One of the guys on there, um, one of them, you know, was an actual, like just a hundred percent rapist, no doubt about it. Another one, it was an interesting situation um, where the guy removed the condom during sex without her consent. That mm-hmm. is rape as well. I don't uh, want it. I, listen, even if you are inside of me, if I did not consent to you not using a condom, first of all, it's a violation. Second of all, um, I don't know where you've been at. What do you have? And I could potentially get pregnant. I could potentially catch an STD. It is a violation of my human rights. <laughs> you know, like not just as a woman, as a human being. It doesn't make any sense to me that you would think that that's okay. And to me, it's like, again, a lot of people don't know that all of these things are forms of sexual assault and, and, and forms of rape. Another thing that we really need to stop normalizing, and we have a friend who, uh, Alea, I saw Alea post oh, something. I saw her post something on her uh, Instagram story the other day, basically talking about i don't know what movie it was that she watched on netflix but oh i know Mm -hmm. i saw it normalizing basically statutory rape and i will Mm -hmm. be 100 percent honest when i was 15 16 years old i hated teenage boys i hated teenagers i was a teenager who hated teenagers and i think that just is more so because of the fact that i was grown (laughs) in some ways but But at the same time, I just, I just didn't identify with the boys of my age. So a lot of the times when I did have a crush on someone, it was someone who was, you know, I was 16 and they might've been 18 or they might've been 20. You know what I mean? I did have a crush on older guys and I didn't really see what the problem was. Now that I'm an older, I, I'm, I'm like years away from, from being 16. I understand why a 16 year old girl or a 16-year-old boy even, may not necessarily understand what the issue is. However, it is on that person 
the older person. So whether it's the females, mm-hmm. and females do this shit too. Yeah. Or the male. It's on you as the older person, over 18 or over 21, whatever the age is, over 16, wherever you are, the, the limit, the age is different. But if you are over the age of consent and you are talking to somebody under the age of consent, that responsibility lies on you to let it be clearly known. Look, you're this age, I'm this age, this is statutory rape. Now I get it. Sometimes the ages are close. Sometimes it's 16, 17. Sometimes it's 16, 18. I'm not saying that any of it is okay, but I understand how it can happen, especially when you're in the same school. Some schools, you know, you're in school mm-hmm. up until 18. So it can happen that an 18 year old and a 16 year old are going to get together. But again, if 16 is the age of consent, that's a little less creepy than you being 25 years old talking to a 15 year old or a 16 year old. It's just yeah. weird. To me. It's weird to me. Like again, when I was a, a young teenager growing up, I didn't understand what the issue was. And I'm not saying I didn't understand the issue between like a grown ass man talking to a teenager. I'm talking about like as old as 18, 19, 20 at the most. I didn't understand what the issue was with that. But now, and even when I was 20, I was like, damn, I could never picture myself wanting to be with a 15-year-old for any reason. There's nothing to talk about. What are we going to talk about? Not exactly. In life. So it's just, that's it's, it's inappropriate. Yeah, we need to stop glorifying that. As yeah. It's cute to have a grown man who's 21 years old hanging out with a teenage girl. And it's, it's not, that's not realistically what you want for your teenage what can a teenage girl like as a grown woman now just thinking about what i would want to bring into a relationship i'm not saying that a 25 year old is even mature enough to you know what i mean involve himself in a relationship with a 31 year old but i'm saying at 25 you should be at a certain level mentally and in your life where there's no nothing a 16 year old fucking bubblegum chewing teenager can do for you other than you using her body to masturbate. I'm, I'm so sorry to say it like that. I saw a post um, and it, it just it just sounded so fucking accurate. Like it was like a lot of these guys just use your bodies to masturbate. And, and I was like, you know what? That's true. A lot of these guys are just like so fucking, it's like I can't the say. Live, the live version of whatever the fuck a pocket pussy is. A pocket pussy or like a blow up doll. It's just that they just want the real thing. They want to grip on something. They want to touch on something. But once it's all said and done, once everything is done, that nigga ain't gonna call you. You know what I mean? He's not trying to be your boyfriend. So a lot of times when you think about it, being intimate with a person, you have to look at at different levels of it and 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 just look into it. Like, do I want to be with this person or even just entertain this person for, you know, for another period of time, or is this just a one-time thing? And men literally will just see a woman like her body. She could be a whole demon. She could be, she could have a whole alien living inside of her men in black style. And he will be like, Ooh, look at her body. Look at this and look at that. And just in, go out of his way. Lie. Mm. his way mm. into her draws like that's mm. the part that i don't understand i feel like that's a violation as well and i definitely want to put it out there if you're not interested in even if you don't even have respect for this woman don't touch her 
do not, it's not for you. If I go into Louis Vuitton right now, okay, and let me check my bank account. Okay, cool. If I go into Louis Vuitton right now, guess what? I can't afford anything in there. I can assure you that I will not steal it. I will walk out and walk my happy ass over to H&M or, you know, at Mozara or something. <laughs> Get me a little fancy dress there. But it's the same thing with men. You, if you cannot if you cannot handle the responsibility or you, you don't have the time, you can't afford the time and the energy that it takes to get to know this person, her traumas, her, her, what she's healing from and all that. You don't have any interest with that. Do not touch this person. Alone. Violation. And the thing, <laughs> another thing I want to touch on as far as statutory rape virgin virgins leave these virgins alone. leave the leave these, even the boys that are the same as the girls leave these virgins alone let them be girls who have are if if you're a female a younger female or an older female and you have and you have chosen to lose your virginity it is not your business to try to coerce your friends to lose their virginity that is a personal journey ma'am and sir Leave these virgins alone. Let mm-hmm. them do what they need to do in the time that they need to do it. I don't understand shame. It, the thing about it for me is we shame people for being too sexual, and then we shame people for being not sexual enough. Mind your business. How about that? How yeah. about you do your business and leave these virgin, these virgin, especially these virgin girls, leave them alone. You have to look at a virgin the same way you look at an antique. You break, you buy. Mm. You break you buy. Mm. So when you go and you mess with a virgin and you take her virginity and you break her hymen, you didn't bought yourself a whole bunch of drama because that girl is going to be attached to you. That even for boys, it, there, it's going to be, uh, there are a lot of grown ass, nasty ass women out here who are taking little boys virginities as well. Stop doing that mm. shit. Because when yeah. that little boy shows up to your house at the middle of the night and your husband's confused about what this young man or is doing. Or he drives his car through your house. Screaming, 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 trying to set your house on fire. You're going to be confusing these little boys. Leave these virgins alone. Leave them alone. Especially if you're older. Leave them alone. It's wrong. It's a violation. You are robbing a person of, of, of the experience of choosing who they give their body to for their own accurate reasons. Grown women, Amen. Who you need with a little ass virgin boy. A lot, yeah. a lot of these grown women that be doing that shit are already in relationships. They're married, and whatever it is that's lacking in that situation, they're looking for in a little boy. That, sorry, I'm almost threw up. You're sick Ooh. and need help. And I wish a woman, I wish a grown ass. I wish I would have a grown ass woman would try that shit. I wish. I will smack anybody that ever tries that shit with my son. Well, listen. Same way that I would put a man in jail for touching my daughter, I'm putting a woman in jail for touching my son. Period, point blank. The thing about it is that if we're going to preach about sex, sexual abuse and stuff like that towards women, we do have to be fair and preach it for men as well. Because I know far too many men, far too many, that when you ask them about their first time experience, they were under some of them oh, yeah. 12. And they're mm-hmm. telling me it was the babysitter. It was, it was, somebody's older grown-ass daughter it was the girl from down the hall that's the mom's friend that's not normal and the same way that we seek justice when 
little girls are touched and molested and, and all these things happen, we need that same vibrato for these little boys. Because what happens is that these little boys get touched, nothing is done. They walk around high-fiving their friends at 12 year old. Yeah, I had sex with a grown-ass woman. And then they are in turn sick. Yeah, I, I would say that definitely, uh, especially the men, stop telling your sons like, hey, yeah, you go, you, you go, son. You know, like, no, 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 no. Let kids be kids. Let children be children. Let them just become who they are naturally and just by God's will. That's it, point blank, period. It's just that like men, when it comes to men, it's like they do it. They don't know that they're, you know, that they're being raped because they think it's cool. It's dope that, you know, this older woman was attracted to them and that, you know, she took their virginity. And they, they, the fathers and the uncles and the older brothers need to stop um, how can I say, like, glamorizing the idea of, you know, a younger, uh, a younger male and or like clowning them because it hasn't happened, Mm -hmm. you know, like, just let it happen when it happens. But just to get back into um, safety pussy, safety pussy, safety pussy. Sorry, I had to say say it a few more times. Just to get back into safety pussy. um, It's a, wow. I can't say how many times. I, I I'm telling you right now, I can't say how many. That there's been situations where I get dressed and I think I'm going on a date, and after the date, I'm being driven to somewhere that I that we did not discuss, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, I don't know where I'm at. Um, this person is quite aggressive. Mm-hmm. This person is shoving drinks down your throat, just like have a drink. It's four in the afternoon, sir. Like, no, just take these drinks. And and you kind of feel like, I guess I don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like I that has I've I have had that thought yeah. so many times where it's just like, I guess I don't have a choice. So that's what we were we were trying to kind of break down is that we yep. know a lot of women feel like oh well you know I knew this person it was a date I went there I kind of was feeling him I kind of felt like I wanted something to happen you know that's why I got cute I did my hair I like this guy but then you get there and you're just not feeling it or you're just not comfortable and you know or his breath stinks sorry things are just that kind of nasty ass energy yeah you just change your mind, but then it's like the, come on, like you were saying, it's being coerced. Come on, your, your thigh is being rubbed and your, your boob is out of your shirt. You don't know why or how. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you're just like, I guess I don't have a choice. We're here to tell you, ladies, that is not okay. And the action that you took, like, there's a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, well, if you went over there and you, and you had sex with him and he didn't hold a gun to your hand, then that's not rape. What I want, the saddest thing about that, which is facts, first of all, the saddest thing about what you're saying is that it's facts. The second saddest thing about what you're saying is that men do not understand the trust that is handed to them when a woman puts herself in a situation where she's going to go somewhere with you by herself, especially if it's the first date or you're still courting her you guys are getting to know each other i don't think men fully grasp the trust that we hand over to them deciding yes i will get in your car and go on a date with you yes i'll come over to your place so we can have a couple of drinks or watch a movie whatever 
I don't think men fully understand the trust that we give them in those moments. And they overlook the fact that it's a lot of, because it's trust that we hand you. It's giving you the benefit of, of the doubt that you are a decent human person because we know that you're stronger than us physically. We know that if you come at us, it will be, even if we do get away, it's a struggle, it's a fight. We're going to have to use all the might in our body. If you wanted to do something, you really could, and there may be little to nothing that I could do about it, if anything. So mm -hmm. for me, a man who's going to disrespect that trust and disrespect that, that what should be kind of a silent code that I'm going to go on this date with you, I'm going to hang out with you, and you're just going to respect me as a woman, if you violate that trust that the woman is handing to you, and then on top of that, there's a reason why you did it, that's very rapey and there's a problem with that. That, yep. that the, I'm not saying you're a rapist. I'm just saying that you conduct yourself with some rapey behavior. Yep. Another thing that we need to touch on is rape apologists. Rape apologists is anyone who's going to make any kind of excuse for a person being raped or sexually assaulted mm -hmm. in any way. So if you're a person who's like, well, what was she wearing? Well, why did she go there? Well, why this and how that? And well, maybe he, if you make any excuse for a sexual assault, you are a rape apologist. Yeah. You don't have to be the person who actually conducted that behavior, but you're definitely part of the group of people. And you're an accomplice because yeah, you're, you're, you're basically an accomplice to the mm -hmm. act because yeah. you're, you're, you're to be violated sexually there's such a sense of being robbed almost. You feel literally violated. And then for someone to tell you, oh, it's not true because you didn't go to the police right away. Oh, it's not true because you didn't tell anybody. Oh, it's not true because whatever reason, that is further taking away humanity from that person because the, the situation is fucked up enough but then for someone to tell you it didn't really happen or it happened and it's your fault, it's, it's so demeaning. It, it's like, it, it makes you feel like trash. And we need to stop, we need to stop accepting any kind of excuse for any person. This is perfect that we're talking about this because the person, uh, Trey Songz just popped into my head. Now, I'm not going to touch on this too closely because I don't know all the details. All I know is that Kiki Palmer, who is a beautiful, dark-skinned, talented woman, said some things about Trey Songz a couple years ago, and nobody listened because we all love Trey. We all oh, yeah. love Trey Songz, so it can't be. But now, apparently, some white women then came out and said the same thing, and people keep it now. That is a problem in and of itself, but I'm not going to touch too deeply on that. All I'm going to say about that is this. <clears throat> Just because a person can conduct themselves with a daily image and has friends and all love them great doesn't mean that they didn't sexually assault somebody. Yeah. So to deny this girl her truth, simply because we all love Trey, that's not fair. And now that a white woman came out and said he did it, then he must have done it because he's a black man and this is a white woman. And apparently when it's a white woman, then it's facts. When Kiki Palmer said it, she was completely and entirely um, shut down. Like it's, it didn't even make front front page news. It was it evaporated into thin air. No one gave a shit. And and I love her saying like, 
you know, again, we're black women. This is for all women, but we're black women. So we have to talk about, you know, our experiences as black women and we are constantly silenced. It's like, there's, it's like, there's no way you were raped, black girl. Look at you. You guys are promiscuous. You guys are fast. You guys are this and it's no way. But another person who is clearly a groupie Hmm. has had other allegations of accusations somehow is at all these celebrity parties with all these guys. And you know what I mean? And I'm not saying again, if it happened to her, I'm not saying that it didn't happen to her. I'm just saying that you guys have like 16 reasons not to believe another person, but this one person who has never accused anyone else of anything, who has built a career on a clean image now comes out and says something that quite frankly is a little embarrassing and has nothing to do with her, uh, with her brand. Why do you think she would come out and do that other than because she needs somebody to hear her and to see her? You understand? So it's just like, it's just so many things. You could think you're friends with somebody for years and it just takes that one night. Does shit happen to me? Let me tell you. Let me. Mm-hmm. Know. Friends that, it takes that one night. It takes that one time that they're feeling a little bit confident. They have one shot too many for them to really think that they have the right to take something from you. And you don't. You do not. Yeah. And again, I just to go back to the Trey Songz thing. What's crazy to me is that I loved, 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 loved some Trey Songz. Loved him. I was an epic fan when he came out. I had to be about fourteen or fifteen years old. I was loved Trey Songz. Mm-hmm. I remember watching an early interview where he was asked about his singing and his voice and how he slung sounds very similar to R. Kelly in certain songs. And he himself said, R. Kelly is his idol. That is the person that he looks up to. That is the person that, you know what I mean? He, he, he loves him some R. Kelly. Am I saying that he's a sexual predator and a monster like R. Kelly is? No, I'm not. But what I'm saying is, when a person says, this is my idol, we already know what we know about R. Kelly and we've been knowing it. It's not new. This is my idol. And then a person, another person a black girl, very similar to the images actually of the girls that R. Kelly has done things to, comes out and says, hey, this person who idolizes this monster did something monstrous to me. Why would nobody think that it's true? Why would nobody at least look into it a little bit? It's just weird to me. It's just weird to me that we live in a time where people are literally pulling out tweets from 2008 to ruin your career, but nobody, nobody has looked up this clip of this interview that I know for a fact I saw and heard with my eyes and ears of him saying that R. Kelly is his idol. After a person, That's true. it's crazy. Like they will go back into the past to destroy anybody's career for no reason. Look at Kevin Hart. People have people went back in the past to pull out tweets to stop him from hosting the Oscars. And he hasn't done anything to anybody but maybe his own wife. And people have been, been trying to ruin his career. So why if Kiki Palmer came out and said, Trey Songz did this to me? I'm so confused as to where this clip is, where the clip is of him saying, R. Kelly is my idol. Now, R. Kelly being his idol does not make him a sexual predator. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm just saying that it's crazy to me that in a day and age where people will do anything to cancel you, he's just skated right on through. Why? Because we love him. Yeah, back in the day, they loved R. Kelly too. And now look at him. Look at him. Now we got a whole surviving R. Kelly document documentary. Come on, man. 
we have to stop being blind to these things. We have to stop being blind to the fact that these are real things that happen. These are real things that these are real things that happen every day. These are real things that need to be addressed. And these are real things that everyday men, the nicest kind of men, the, the sweetest Larry at your job. Larry's a little rapey and Larry don't know it. So if somebody needs to tell Larry. And he's like breathing over you. I've had bosses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like come up, like one of my bosses came really close in my ear and was like, your cleavage is showing. And it was a male. And I was like, that is so inappropriate. Like they couldn't send a female manager, or, like just have anyone else, like one of my friends. Hey, could you let Melissa know? Like it was just so uncomfortable and inappropriate. I've had photographers, uh, which shall remain nameless. Oh, I've done boudoir shoots where people, people got a little too happy mm. and lost their professionalism, lost control, you know, lost control. It was humanity over, I'm not even going to say humanity because fuck that. Um, it was like man instinct, male instinct over uh, professionalism. I've had, you know what I mean? We've had so many of those situations. Um, so we're, we're trying, we're going to conclude this episode um, with a few thoughts. And what we're going to do is that we're going to probably split it into uh, a part two, which uh, I guess Vicky and I can record tomorrow. Yeah. And uh, so we'll do that. <laughs> so i hope that the women out there heard this and felt like i hope that it made y'all feel good it made y'all feel like you know what they're right i've been in that type of situation and i kept it to myself because i didn't think that it was i felt like it was my fault i I, we're here to tell you that it was not your fault and that you did not have to do it and we understand why you did and no one should shame you for it because we understand how you felt in that moment where it's it's just just like you said with the tea do you want tea no you don't take the fucking hot ass boiling tea and then <laughs> throw it at the person you know <laughs> exactly and like she said we are gonna we are gonna do a part two because this episode is, is there's so much more to talk about as far as this topic but um for now i guess this would be that for this particular episode look out for the part two of the safety pussy because we are gonna have to do another episode to conclude the topic it's a little juicier than we thought it was going to be. Yeah, so we'll do a second episode on this topic because it's much juicier than we can fit into 30 minutes. Um, but for this episode, look out for it, all the notifications on our uh, Instagram page. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and now TikTok under Crazy Bitch Factory Inc. Make sure you follow us to get all the latest information of when new um, podcast episodes will drop. As well, we will be um, dropping some new content on our TikTok and we'll try our best to keep content coming for you as well on our Instagram. If you have any stories, questions, or comments, please hit us in the DM on Instagram for now. That is the best way to reach us. That's it for now. Thank you for coming to the Crazy Bitch Factory. See you next time. See you next time. See you next. Uh, I mean, we we recording pretty soon, so be on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs>